Welcome to the Reggae Pod Clash, where a man like Devin, that's me, and Reggae Raj talk all things reggae with some of our favorite artists. In episode one, this week's special guest is Joshua Swain of The Movement. You also might notice on this first episode, my voice is deeper than it is in future episodes. I liked it, but so far we have not been able to repeat the effect. Enjoy. What's up, everyone? This is our first uh reggae pod clash my name is roger revis we got devin morrison devin how you doing today i'm good what's up roger We're same old, same old. It. it's super duper hot i i'm actually not wearing any pants right now because it's that hot so same this is that's the reason for this view because it is hot i'm and it's a shame i wanted to make this one special so i wanted to like you know dress up i had a cummerbund ready i was all you know set but last minute changes what are you gonna do you know but uh, the cummerbund would have been nice. Yes. That's so right everyone, here. everyone, this is the first one. So we want to kind of like let you know what we're about. Um, some of you may know Devin. Some of you may know myself. Uh, Devin, what are you about? Introduce yourself. Well, some call me man like Devin. My name is Devin Morrison. Um, I for years I played in a band called the Expanders, um, and lately I've been doing my my solo thing. Uh, but I've been collecting reggae, listening to reggae for you know, over 20 years. Um, and Roger and I have always talked about doing a podcast and yeah. talking about reggae. And we've got, you know, we're going to get into what this podcast is, but like, I'm so super stoked right now to have like finally pressed live on this thing that we've been working on for a while. Yes. It, I see the big red live thing and it's a beautiful sight yeah, because Devin's right. We've been talking about this for a long time and pre quarantine, pre this era, we really wanted to uh, get something going that uh cre- like kind of a forum that you can create that would kind of bring uh lovers of classic reggae together and also people that might have just gotten into reggae music through the modern stuff because there's so many cool modern bands going on um but devin talked a little bit about himself my name is roger revis uh i've been in the reggae scene for a little bit play organ a couple of different bands uh the agrolites the long beach dub all-stars which devin also plays with the long right. beach dub all-stars so i still don't um, feel like even though i feel like i'm in the band it's like such a crazy right. thing that i always forget you and me both. I mean, they have such a history that it's it's kind of hard to say. Oh, I'm in the band. It's like, oh, yeah, right. You know, it's a, it's, it's such yeah. A we're in the uh, new in- incarnation of the Long Beach Double All Stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, me and Devin been in this game for a little bit. Um, I've known Devin for a super long time. How many years do you think? Well, a long time. Uh, we've I think the first time we really like played music together was 2006 when we backed Leonard Dillon, the Ethan right. uh, in Los right, Angeles. Right. That was our first musical time together but like that was probably the day i got your number in my phone so oh yeah and and <laughs> we've been texting ever since yeah it is a long time and i think that that adds to what i'm about to say is that like i, I feel within the last 10 years you know reggae music has has just kind of changed for the better for the worse whatever you know you talk to different people and everyone's got a different view on california reggae or american reggae in general you know i've been fortunate enough to tour the world so i hear all different uh views on Mm -hmm. just who's playing reggae nowadays uh and so yeah i mean we're gonna you know create this podcast and to try to just marry the two you know bring every lover of reggae whether it's classic stuff whether it's new new school stuff whether you like 80s reggae 90s reggae any fans of snow and shaggy who is snow reggae not informer yeah. no, no snow's got some cool stuff <laughs> definitely no i think yeah you 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 nailed it because there are there are podcasts and shows that focus on you know the old school roots which is what you and i grew up listening to right and then there are shows that are devoted to this new it's not even new anymore but you know the modern american cali roots scene right and what's cool about this is that you and i are in this kind of unique position where we came from the old school uh 
as you know, lovers of old school Jamaican music, playing that style, backing old Jamaican artists. But then we've been fortunate enough with our bands, the Agrolites and the Expanders, to tour in this kind of newer uh, reggae scene with bands that are really big in America right now. So like, we've got uh, maybe a unique perspective and a unique opportunity to kind of bridge the gap. And you know, it'd be great if we could get people who like one kind to like the other but that's you know musical taste or subjective so when i say bridge the gap i don't necessarily mean you know everyone's gonna just love everything now but it's it's nice to bring the audiences together and maybe if you're into you know newer american reggae this will be a chance to discover some older stuff that you would not have discovered you know right. otherwise and Definitely. vice versa if you're into old stuff realize that oh you know like there are actually some really interesting like current bands that are really cool that are playing great music you know I totally agree, man. I um, the cool part is like reggae is so important to me and Devin. I mean, I know that sounds kind of, you know, whatever, but it really is. You know, I mean, uh, it's just consumed our our life, our adult life. I mean, it's really near and dear to our hearts. So that this is important to us. You know, we want to kind of um do both things justice: the modern stuff, the old school stuff. We want to. Uh, hopefully, like Devin said, you know, lead the horse to water and maybe people can kind of figure out some new artists and, and, and get attached to some, some new eras. Maybe, you know, people that don't know about rock steady music, you know, we'll play some 45s and maybe it just sounds so foreign to them, but they fall in love with it. You know, like, uh, the first times we heard early reggae music, right. it just sounds, it sounds foreign. It's kind of an acquired taste, but you know, then you fall in love with it and the rest is history. So, and then, you know, and, and on top of that, the show is going to, uh, every week we're going to have, an interview we're gonna have a special guest on and so there's you know this may change but our goal is to try to switch is to switch it up so like one week we have a an artist from the newer scene the next week we try to get an old school artist and i'm super stoked to just learn you know we're talking about the music we can share but i'm also really stoked to learn from the guests we have on uh and learn from you yeah. and your musical hit you know knowledge and so I, I think this is going to, I'm excited. I'm super excited about this and how right. we're finally doing it. Yeah. 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 I, it's so cool to be able to do this with Devin. I have a super, a lot of respect for him. Great songwriter, great person. We kind of, we bought, we, we, we bond in reggae and uh, other things too. You know, we're big fans of Lord of the Rings and um, actually <laughs> I'm true. not. We, uh, when we're <laughs> I'm, on tour I'm, together, Roger and I are, we share a room. And so I, I have pretty much forced Roger every night to listen to the Hobbit audiobook. When we yeah, he's sleep. forced me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's you know, true. Roger is, uh, he's a good sport because he's really convinced me that he's into it now. And if that's like sarcasm, <laughs> if it's sarcasm, then it's like, it's, you've done a great job because I'm just trying to be a nice bad. guy. I'm so bad playing this. At uh, all. <laughs> I guess I should break it to you now. I'm really not a fan of Lord of the Rings. I mean, I'm more of like a Gremlins, Howard the Duck kind of guy. Anybody that knows me knows me, you know, is that, but I'll humor it, you know, Frodo and there's uh, a place for Howard the Duck for sure yeah there's a place for howard mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's a great movie go watch that movie there's a lot of stars in it but <laughs> yeah man um so with this first show what we're gonna do is uh like like um devin mentioned we got uh josh from the movement coming up and and so what we're gonna try to do is yes. sprinkle it sprinkle it to where it's not um one-sided as far as okay we have a lot of modern artists we're gonna really try to make a huge effort to get some big names in here um old school names so uh hopefully we can do that you know i i can't really say the names but we got a list and we got um, a list and someone some cool stuff lined up some really really cool stuff lined up and uh man hopefully we can you know it's not um there's no agenda to this it's more of like like we've been saying just the love for the music and and hopefully and you know 
sorry to interrupt, but um, what's really cool. So Roger and I initially wanted this to be a podcast because, you know, we've been talking about this for years before the, you know, the quarantine and live streams really took over. But like with this whole live streaming thing, I know it can get um, overwhelming to audiences because there's so much of it. But the other side of that coin is like, it's so great to have the live audience participation. Like I'm seeing everyone's comments right now. And that's like such a, that's such nice. a cool part of this, you know, like somebody commented, uh, snow rules. Oh and yeah, man. No, you know? And so it's like yeah. this kind of thing. And so we, Wait, we what have kind our, of snow are we talking about? Never mind, joking. That's true. I'm joking. Ex- explain yourself. What was G-rated. your name? I'll find you. But <laughs> you know, like, so, um, <laughs> Jay Shrub. And Jay Lucky Shrub, Potato, on. Lucky Potato and Jay Shrub are both talking about oh, snow. Oh no, get those guys away from each other. They got beef. Go ahead. But, um, you know, so when Josh comes on and uh, when we have different guests on, you, you know, people will get a chance to ask questions in real time and they won't have to call up a radio show and wait to, you know, hope, hope they get through. We're going to see everyone's comments. And so I think that's like the really one of the really beautiful parts of this. It's a it's a place for fans of reggae and people who are trying to learn more about reggae, because I wanted to say that, too. We're definitely not trying to come out, uh, you know, come on as, as snobs here on this show. We are like. You know, we want people to come who know a lot about reggae, people who are what just wanting, they don't know anything about reggae and they want to learn more. This is definitely the place for you. We just love talking about it, sharing it. Any opportunity we have to just talk reggae, we're going to do it. So that's why we're, we're stoked on this. Yeah, we're two chatty Cathy's. Don't get us started. And then mm-hmm. you start adding the red cups in the mix and you know how that goes. So, <laughs> but we're going to, uh, this show will probably be an hour long I've to start off Jeep, with. My Jeeves mug. What is that? What does that say? What would Jeeves This is some I of the nerdy it. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk Jeeves. About, we'll talk is about that, Jeeves. Is that we'll like web kite stuff? Ask Jeeves. Is that back in the day? Did I nail it? The web thing came from the original Jeeves, which we'll talk about. Oh, man. We just lost 20, 20 viewers <laughs> in the last couple seconds no talking no about way. Jeeves. And we gained 20 Jeeves viewers. Okay, okay, cool. Well, we'll turn this into a Jeeves podcast, won't we? All right. We could do that. Yeah, but man. We have, um, so we have segments that, you know, this show will be evolving, but. Uh, the first thing we thought that, you know, because we got Josh from the movement coming up Josh. in a little bit. But, um, so get your questions ready. But before we bring him, um, you know, we thought that it would be cool every week to do something called Tune of the Week. Where, yeah. where I've selected a song from my record collection. Roger selected a song from his record collection. Yeah. And we give you guys a little snippet of it and, and talk about it a little bit and discuss some old school reggae music. Because that's predominantly what... Um, you're going to get from us when you dig in our record crates, even though we yeah. love it all. Our record crates are filled with old school Jamaican music. And so we really want to take some time to share that with you guys. Totally. And uh, what's cool about that is that, you know, we're not going to just go on YouTube and find a song. I mean, anybody could do that. And like I said, like Devin said, we're not trying to be snobs or haters, but it, it is important to us, the culture and um, having, you know, the 45s and stuff like that. It's kind of, you know, we nerd out on that. So every, let me grab this real quick, right quick. Uh-oh, I think I broke your record, Devin. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, we are... I'll get into the habit of showing showing y'all what, yes. records, what records we're going to play. And we are doing something super cool here. <laughs> Let me get into this little chicken here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Look cool. that, man. Man, this is fun. Yeah, we got, we got a, a big production. Yes. You know, a lot of millions of dollars into this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, my savings so, account was well worth it. So, what do you think we should do, Devin? You think we should play the tune a little bit? You think we should? Um, yeah, let's let's play let's play this. Uh, give a little snippet. We're not going to play the full tune because you can go find this stuff on YouTube. So you yeah. don't want to sit here staring at us while we play this. But we're going to give you a little snippet of this and then talk about it for a second. Mm-hmm. 
And then it bangs hard. Reggae drummers with me. Listen to that yeah. again. Simple. It's All right. Switch that up. Yeah. So, so like before I even get into it, I see someone commenting ska, and this is that's one um, area where I really like. One of the things I'm really happy about with this show is we can Clear kind of it touch up. on things like this, and you know. I feel like a lot of people um, have heard the term ska, have heard the term rock steady, and to them it's kind of like it's become a synonym for old school, yeah, right? Which I understand why. It's not like we're all taught like some kind of detailed Jamaican history in school, you know? But that um, ska and rock steady actually refer to very specific eras of Jamaican music, not just stylistically, but in terms of the time they were happening. And that was not ska or rock steady. That is reggae that's early reggae 1969 mm-hmm. right when reggae started and what's so great about this song there's so many great things about this song but first of all one of the mysteries of jamaican music is that you more often than in you would expect you'll get mislabels right it'll say all the time yeah this, this tune is by so and so and it's not by so and so right. so this one this this record label this record says by mr foundation this is not mr foundation mm-hmm. mr foundation is also known as scully the percussion player and aka zoot sims who's a vocalist he's got a bunch yeah. of great songs that is definitely not him that is leonard dillon of the ethiopians that's a very rare leonard dillon track crazy and, you know unfortunately uh, we got, you know, Roger and I got the, the chance to hang out with Leonard on several occasions playing music with him. But I did, crazy, man. I, I mean, we'll talk about that in future episodes. For yeah. Sure. But, yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, when, when that was happening, 2006, 2007, I didn't get the chance to ask him about that tune because I didn't have it yet. So I don't know, like, for sure that that's Leonard, but I was texting with Boss Harmony from the Dub Club today. And Uh-oh. he and I was asking him, like, do you like? Do you have any like? Did you talk to Leonard about this? And he said no, but it just it definitely sounds like Leonard. And I mean, that's Leonard. That's Leonard's voice. Right. And I was looking it up, and some people are selling this record, and they're they're saying it's Leonard. But would you call that like a chugger, right? I yeah, I call it a chugger. It's like one of those things that sticks with you. I mean, we start describing these tunes when we're young, uh, you know, uh, and it's just like a chugger. It sounds like it's just chugging. It's it's you're moving along the the tracks. Yeah, it's just it, it's it's yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. one of those things where. It's like the upbeat of reggae, right? People can call it a skank, a bang, um, a ch- you know, chicket, whatever. So, you know, certain words to describe these characteristics of reggae. Uh, in in my vocab, it's chugger. You know, it's like it's like that. Other chuggers for me would be a lot of the sound dimension stuff, Studio One stuff, 
where it's mm-hmm. just chugging along. You know what I mean? Um, Rupi Edwards. Like stuff. A, it's easily sound dimension, right? Wouldn't you say if you had to? Take oh it, yeah, you know, I mean it, it definitely sounds like it. Yeah, and it's really rough, right? Because sometimes you can look at the um, the actual style that the, the the guitar's playing, the horns, and all that stuff, and that will sound like a sound dimension, but the actual mix won't. Which, right. which that that's what hits me with that. What I just heard is it. it Yes, every characteristic sounds like it would be sound dimension, but the mix kind of doesn't. So I, I'd be curious to see what variables, uh, um, you know, contributed to that. Like maybe it's a different mix, you know, for right, whatever right, right. reason. Um, but yeah, man, that's a that's a that's a cool tune. I mean, and you know, the important thing is we could talk about these songs forever, but we've got an hour, so let's yeah. move on to. Uh, but but uh, people, please go look this up on YouTube. You know, go go find this song. I would say buy the song to support the artist, but the reality with right. making music is <laughs> they yeah. stop making money off this the day after they made it, and who knows, like who's going to get the money if you go pay two hundred dollars for this seven inch on eBay? But, right, it's uh, <laughs> so true. It's so true. Yeah. Very few artists actually. All right, what you got, Roger? So boom. We got this label right here, baby. Ooh, good one. So this is a cool tune. When I first... Ooh, the reggae version. I'll intro, do, intro real quick. When I first heard this tune, I was like, yes. Because it was around the time where I started really getting into like that bubbly, um, early reggae, 1969, 70, 71 stuff. Um, I mean, AKA Skinhead Reggae 2. Granted, this isn't like that kind of a song, but it's like, it lends to that feeling for me because the organ too, you know, I really am a fan of, of the organ. Um, so yeah, check it out. Cheers. Can we cheers like that? Bella, my pretty little darling, please come home to me. Hearty Bella, I saw you with the fella, and I don't like the idea. Hearty Bella, you told me that you love me, there's no one else above me. Hearty Bella, you took all my money and told me that you love me. Ooh, I would play the whole tune. Like Devin said, we only have. Yeah. Next time this podcast can be five hours long. But yeah, anyway. it will, and it will be. So, yeah, I had heard the ska version way before this version. And the ska version itself is such a classic. I mean, anybody that's been into ska music for a little bit just knows this. It's it's a part of every... When, when, when I started listening to this music back in the day, there was no YouTube. There was no uh, easy access to get these songs. So a lot of it was compilations. Um, shoot, like over here in LA, we had places like The Warehouse and like Music Plus and stuff like that. Back in the music. day, but even before Blackbuster Music, yeah. Um, music Plus, does anybody remember that yeah. in the comments? But yeah, so you'd be lucky to find some compilations. Um, and so Artie Bella, the ska version was was more than likely on on uh, these compilations. So hearing this was really cool because it's kind of like, oh, I'm only used to that one version, and then this comes out, and it's so freaking you know bubbly. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's actually like a, a even a later version of Artie Bella by Ken Booth as well. So um, it's one of his standard tunes. It's one of his standard tunes, and that's what like you know that's how Jamaican music is, right? I mean, I did like this live stream uh, last week on on versioning and and how Jamaican music is just they're in the habit of now, I won't say recycling because it has a connotation where it's negative recycling, but right. it's Version. such a pot, yeah, versioning. 
and whether you're a DJ, whether you're, you know, a vocalist, whether you're an organ player, whether you're, um, whether you're someone like Mr. Ken Booth who knows, oh, this is a hit. So let me try to do it in every single different, uh, mm-hmm. feeling I could possibly do it in. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this version. Um, Phil Pratt is, uh, the, the mastermind behind the, the, sh- the Sunshot the label. Sunshot. And, and there's a re- lot of really cool tunes. I, I'd encourage people to go look that up. Um, a lot of producers have their label and it's very, um, yeah. Well, I, just, I, mean, I, hap- I happen to have this out right now, but um, I just turned around because I remember. But yeah, Phil Pratt, the like, this, oh, is all, like wow. this is a compilation of like Phil Pratt Rocksteady productions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Phil Pratt that's on the Sunshot. And was- what's funny is Devin mentioned it. He's on, I think you spelled Phil Pratt wrong, but I spelled it exactly how it is on the record. So it's a trip, right? Because Devin just played a record where, you know, they, they, um, Gave credit to the wrong artist, yeah. and then and then on this record they're just misspelling stuff. So, Boom. you know what? I think it's a testament to how fast they were pumping stuff out. I really do. I think yeah. it's it's just like boom, boom. Labels are misplaced as far as you know. It's all crooked and stuff like that. And I think it adds to the the coolness, the cool factor. You know, right? And you know, I can only speculate on this, but I think one of the because re- I think you're right, and I think one of the reasons they were pumping things out so fast is because unlike America, these songs were so like oriented towards the dance hall you know it's like let's true let's press this so we can play it tonight at the yeah. dance you know and have a new song because we have you know we need to that's part of our business here we're like right. we're running not just a label but we're running a sound system people are coming to hear us play music live we got to have new tunes so yeah. you know i can imagine that imagine i'm just imagine that like because you run a studio you know it's like imagine right. like having that pressure of like you don't just run a studio but you run a sound system and true. you know that like i got to record this you know delirium's track tonight so that oh yeah i can I can bring this to the dance tonight and so yeah. pressing it and then getting to the dance and realizing, ah, like I spelled delirians without an L or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you get to the point where you let that go. You let yeah. that go, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, you'll have a, what is it? Uh, yeah, man. What are the, what's the Peter Tosh name? Peter Touch. But I mean, that's yeah. something kind of different, but yeah, well, I think that was intentional. But that's yeah. intentional, but that's a wrong example. But the point is, is yeah, there's constant misspellings and constant yeah. mistakes. But yes, that's our segment. We're gonna do this every single um every single week, man. We're doing this every Saturday. So yeah, bear with us. Like Devin said, pumping stuff out. We're gonna pump out new content for you guys every single Saturday. And we'll have um, we'll have a little more time to talk about it, I think, in the future. Because we took a while at the top to intro right. the show to everybody, you know. But we'll, very true. We're figuring it out. Figuring but you it can out. go look up all this stuff, you know. This is easily available. And go look up the original Scott version of Artabella too, because that's yes. I mean yeah, just type it in YouTube. You'll find all that stuff. So without further ado, though, I think it's time for the next segment. Right, Dev? Let's do it. Cool, cool, cool. So right now. Yeah, man. Yo. What's up, Josh? Who is here? <laughs> what it is. What's Yo. cracking, dude? Just How you been today? How, how's the weather over there? It today was just a beautiful day, man. One of the nice. best of, of spring so far, for sure. Fill fill people in. Me, me and Devin are, are are live from Los Angeles. And where where are you at? I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, way on the other side of the country. Charleston, woo! Charleston earthworms. Yeah. <laughs> is there like a school, Charleston earthworms? I don't know if there is. I don't anything, know. Uh, yeah. Charleston. Uh, hey, if I had a school, that'd be our something. mascot straight up. Yeah, I don't. It, maybe it's the earthworms. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Oh man, yeah. Are you from, you're not from Charleston, are you? Originally? I'm from Columbia, which is like right. uh, two hours away. So sweet, I've dude. Been here for like five years. So heck yeah, man. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. I was stoked to have you, man. You are straight up our first guest. Um, yes, crazy. thank you, Josh. <laughs> How did I land that? That's fucking crazy. We literally grabbed every single name of every single uh, modern band that's playing right now, and you won the raffle. So, you won. That, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I didn't even know intense. I was in the raffle. That's great. Oh, it was an intense process. It held Dude. up the yeah. date. This show for a long time. Yeah, it, yeah, itself. You know, it took it took a long, long time, but but we did it there last year. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it because we finally have you here. And um, man, I mean, I really wasn't familiar with the movement and, and yourself. I mean, look at I'm I'm not here to to sugarcoat anything. I'm not here to rough to to, to tickle. Well, can I say that right now? Tickle the ball. That tickle the balls. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to be real. And yeah. so I did this. Um, session with with johnny cosmic and we mm -hmm. did this thing where we're in the studio me uh miguel gil sharon and he plays this track right and it, it, you know it hits the loudspeakers and all that stuff and i'm like who like okay cool and it's like the music sounding i'm like well you know i go i think it was in one room and i, I was in another room so i walked into the the um, engineer room the mixing room and then your and then your vocal came on and i was like what the fuck i told johnny i'm like who's this you know like they, yeah he proceeded to fill me in on everything so i was like pleasantly surprised man and i was a uh, um i was stoked man and then so i the the, the name the movement and your name josh swain always stuck with me after that and so yeah i became okay, a fan man. man wow for sure wow thank you yeah that's intense man i appreciate that <laughs> from you. Thank you. yeah man it was a uh, i was i was it's a very unique voice man and you can have a unique voice a dope, and, and dope voice. Yeah, yeah. and you could have a unique voice and it not be cool. It, it could be like, you <laughs> right. know, yeah, <laughs> that's true. So you're you're definitely not in that bracket, you know. It um, yeah, man. It's been I like, appreciate that, man. Thank yeah, dude. It's it's been super cool for me to see like what's happened with the movement because I actually, so I have something to show you. But before I do, um, the the expanders, the first tour I did with the expanders was uh, with the green. The Green took us on tour, The Green from Hawaii, and uh, it was The Green, The Expanders, and The Movement. And that was my, that was the first tour I really did. And it was like one of my introductions to this whole scene, you know? So for me, like right from the beginning, before I heard about a lot of these bands that were like, that are huge, I knew who The Movement were because we did a tour together. And I've, I've watched The Movement like just go... They do that thing that every band tries to do and The Movement does it successfully. Just, <laughs> you know, climbs the ladder. But check this out, Josh. I've got this poster from oh, the wow. from the Doug, the Doug Fur Lounge. Yeah. So this is June seventeenth, eighteenth, uh, two thousand thirteen. You can see the green, the expanders, the movement, wow, totally. and the movement's first of three, which was which would not be the case today. But um, if I can get this in front of the camera, you can see Josh's signature, right? Josh, that's your signature, right? Right there. You see it, bottom uh, right. Yes, it is. Bottom right. That's you, right? Right there. Yeah, that's worth a lot yeah. of money now, man. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. No, it's not. I tried to sell it. and <laughs> <laughs> You tried to sell it to me. No doubt. But, you know, give it another 10 years. Nah, um, but uh, do you remember that tour? Because like, it was a long no. time ago. And I, I was going to say, like, I remember certain things about that tour, but I don't really, yeah. like, remember, remember. But I remember those two shows. <laughs> you yeah. mentioned Doug Fur. Did you guys stay at the uh, hotel? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, a lot of things a thing about the movement, you know, especially back then is, uh, you know, I don't remember anything, you know what I mean? Like we were just, uh, you know, we were not very good, you know, for a long time for, for the majority of our career. And it's because we were so, 
uh you know fucked up all the time i don't know can i say that I, yeah yeah, you can. yeah we we'll were gonna name out. the show we'll fucked up and, and that didn't really but didn't look uh, good yeah, on the logo. I mean, it's uh crazy like you say you know now you know we're doing a little bit better you know and and it's really just because we stopped doing all that stuff so um yeah when you asked me do i remember i remember like maybe 10 minutes of the <laughs> tour, you know, and 10 minutes of like every every tour you know since amen brother long time man Whew. I thought it was yeah. just me. Yeah. yeah. Dang, I wish I would have gone to it with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Back then it was fun. We're not so fun anymore. Yeah, you got to pace yourself, huh? You're like, what the heck? Right, yeah, it's, like, it's work. Need another water. Oh, fuck. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking water too. Yeah. That's what I'm doing too. Stay hydrated. So we're going to, um, we're going to open this up to live quite, you know, if, if anyone's got some live uh, comments, some questions out there for Josh, we're going to open that yeah. up in a little bit, but I did have a question myself. Um, you sure. know, Josh and I did an interview a couple, maybe oh, more than that now last year sometime for root fire, which was one of my favorite interviews I've done. We talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, and we kind of started talking about this, but didn't get really deep into it. And, you know, I wanted to ask you this because you're the main lyricist for the, for the movement. Um, and as someone myself who's a songwriter and really loves music, uh, loves lyrics when I listen to music, like um, a big kind of point of contention in this like American reggae scene that I've heard just from audience members and seeing like comments left on like various artists' Facebook pages and stuff when they post anything political is like, oh, leave the politics out of it, you know, yeah. which to me, I, I, uh, that to me, when I hear the word politics, it doesn't mean literally just politics. It means like anything serious. You know, I'm trying to like tune out and just, right. you know, just listen to music. And that's, I don't want that to come into my world right now, which I understand. That's, you know, that's a valid reason to, you know, want to escape the world through music. But mm -hmm. us playing reggae music and you being a reggae writer, you know, reggae was born as political music, for lack of a better term. And mm -hmm. so I just wondered, you know, what you, what you, th if you've encountered that kind of, uh, you know, sentiment in in audience members across the country and like what your thought on that is you know talking about politics in yeah, yeah. in songwriting well i mean first of all i wouldn't even try to consider myself like a reggae writer or a reggae singer or anything reggae i mean to be honest i know very little about reggae music or anything jamaican at all um you know we talked about that on our last yeah. interview you know it's like you know very uh unlearned in the ways you know what i mean and and sometimes i feel like uh you know uh i'm kind of like doing a disservice or whatever but you know i don't really claim no. to to be that you know what i mean i love a lot of reggae music and i and uh and i respect it but i don't claim to to try to do that um you know if i if i could be reggae music you know that would be amazing um we are like in the reggae category somehow and in, in like uh spotify and all that you know what i mean but a lot of bands are you know what i mean it's like oh, i don't really think that's no, i mean you guys i think you guys you're playing it down a little bit i mean you guys are well you know i mean we reggae. have like the skank in the background you know what i mean so i don't know it's like i love I, it i love well, how I, transparent you're being i love that yeah you know what i mean but it, this I mean, is so I true yeah, I can't. It, I can't it, lie about. It. I I don't know like maybe two percent of what you guys know about about the culture and about the scene, about old school reggae music and Jamaican music in general. So, um, but you know, I like I like a lot of it, and I listen to it a lot. And mm -hmm. like you know, even when I don't want to listen to it, it's being played around me twenty four seven on the bus. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. And I love it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is what it is. But you know, when it comes to like. Uh, being political, 
uh, or um, bring in any kind of politics or any kind of serious issues. You know, like I don't, uh, you know, I've had, I've, I've said uh, maybe a couple things. I don't really, I try not to do it too much just because uh, it does get that kind of negative feedback and it's like, well, I just kind of don't want to go down that road unless I feel like really strongly about it. Right. So, and most of the things that I think anyway are like, are most of the things that the majority of people that um, are kind of like watching what I'm saying anyway is what they're thinking, you know, like Mm -hmm. Trump sucks, you know, it's like, why am I going to go fucking say that? You know, it's like, everybody knows if you don't know, then, I don't need to be the one to tell you. You're never going <laughs> to fucking, you know, you're, you don't know that. And it's you're just never going to know. Right. So, but like, um, there have been a few things recently, like some environmental stuff, you know, that I posted that are like rep- reposted from like Juan will post something, you know, occasionally. And I'll be like, oh, shit, I need people to know that. Or, you know, I'll just be brought to light of some kind of environmental issue. And, and I'll be like, yeah, you know, people probably don't know about that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let me just, and I feel like, you know, I, I'm glad that I just saw that information, you know, so right. let me let me uh, get that out there in case nobody knows what's going on. Like, you know, drilling in Alaska or they're doing some dumping oil or some shit somewhere, you know, and you're like, fuck, man, people need to understand what's up. And um, so I'll do that occasionally when I feel like, man, this really is something that that I believe in. And I don't think anybody's going to really see this unless I post it. You know what I mean? Right, uh, but but even when I've done that just a few times, yeah, you'll get people like, ah, leave mm-hmm. this fucking shit. And well, you can't you know, please everyone, right? But most people, it's like, yeah, well, you know, it's just yeah. it's ridiculous. And I I just tend to laugh at those people. And you know, to anybody that wants to be uh, to voice their opinion about everything, you know, there's bands like take like Giant Panda for example. James is just really adamant about using his platform to mm-hmm. inform people. And he should, because I've learned a lot through that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Me a, too. Lot of, Me a, too. Lot of, yeah, a lot of people will learn from James. And um, and uh, I think that's good. And, I, and they do get backlash. You know what I mean? But fuck people that, that are going to say some negative shit about that. So, uh, you know, props to people who speak their mind, you know, and, uh, you know, don't worry about the haters. Just do what you do. And um yeah that's awesome man i mean it's so cool that what you said earlier and into what you're saying now is because you're just being real with it and, and so that's that's such a testament to what we're trying to do with this podcast just be real with it you know and and it's it's so cool because um a lot of modern reggae artists you know they're 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 playing reggae music they're getting labeled as reggae music and 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 it's cool for, for them it's, it's like this whole thing where they don't like you said i mean a lot of people don't even know the old school stuff but it doesn't really for me it's a win situation all all across because you get people that are introduced to the word reggae and maybe they dig deeper, you know? So it's this whole, like we're handing off, we're, co- we're constantly handing off the word reggae and, and, uh, you know, everyone takes their own journey in it, whether it's someone who is, is, is in a band that plays reggae music, it's labeled as reggae music, but, you know, maybe finds uh writing inspiration from other places. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's not because it, it constantly just, um like I said, when I was young, everyone gets into reggae music somehow and it has their own journey and their own story. And, uh, you know, we're just here to share it. Um, dude, I, you guys have a new single. Uh, I don't know if it's new anymore. Um, the alien. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, am I, am I right that Kali buds was involved in that? Is that, yeah, he wrote that rhythm. Dude. So how was it? Did you get to meet him? How was it working with them? Are you, are you, 
Uh, Tell us about that. I've known Kali for a while. Uh, We've, you know, played a bunch of shows together and we've hung out a few times and I've seen him at the studio a lot. And um, so I I would say like, we're kind of friends, you know what I mean? Uh, I love him to death. He's a super nice guy, a very humble dude and um, really uh, uh, like loving towards you when you play with them you know what i mean the, the first time we opened up for him was like i don't know six years ago maybe something like that and he's he came down uh to the green room you know he's like yo i just want you to know man i love that song you have it you know and he's like singing nice. it you know and i'm like ah! you know like <laughs> starstruck you know what i mean because i you know i knew of, of Kali from you know way back when uh right uh come around came out you know and and so for me, it was like this moment of, wow, you know, meeting him was so dope. But since then, I've got to hang out with him and meet him a bunch of times. And he was on our uh, record. Um, he actually did the uh, Habit remix uh, a couple years after that. Sweet. You know I mean? So, um, but on this one, uh, it wasn't really, I don't even think I've, I've talked to him <laughs> since the song came out or even before that. It's, it wasn't like really a collab. He, you know, him and Johnny made that, uh, uh, I think he wrote it and Johnny helped mix Right. Um, just that rhythm. And, you know, he's got 21 artists on there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, basically it was just like, you know, Reed shot me an email like, hey, do you nice. want to be, be on this? It, it'll be cool. And I was like, yeah, for sure. If Kali wrote it, I'm going to do it. And um, yeah, I just uh, did it on my like home studio when I was on tour. I brought my computer and stuff and I did that Wicked. Uh, at rehearsal. And cool. then Johnny like went through and, and mixed um, and did a good job like he always does. Heck yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, well, so, you know, you were just, so first of all, I just want to share this comment. Uh, title, title Theory Reggae says, the movement are 100% reggae. If you <laughs> broke their songs down and took the effects away, their music is something you would have yeah. heard 30, 40 years ago. So, yeah. I mean, you know, whether or not you, uh, that's something you agree with, that's, you know, you're definitely you like, you guys are coming across. And, you know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, other some other members of the band, like Gary Dredd, yeah. Big up Gary Dredd are like what, what? our our big our big Jamaican fan, you know music fans. Oh yeah, correct. Yeah, that's so, what I, mean, I was talking about when I right. said even when I'm not really trying to hear reggae music, I'm gonna be hearing it because G's playing it, you know, twenty four seven. Right, and, Jeeves? Uh, Jeeves, Jeeves, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, dang, he's got a mug. Yeah, Jeeves. but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I'm talking about. It's like I, you know, it it would be like if you just put on uh, like a reggae compilation of old school reggae music. I'd be like, yeah, I know that song and I can maybe mm-hmm. sing the chorus, you know what I mean? And you'd be like, well, who is that? I'd be like, I have no fucking idea who that is, but I know the song, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, it, it lends itself, right? Because I heard you have, uh, you have the nickname. I got a lot of nicknames, but you got the nickname Captain Hook. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, player, player but then i was like okay cool I, you know so I, I think uh read into a little more and you're you know a lot of people uh you know they, they dig you for your hooks right so like uh, how did you get that oh, name that and how did, yeah. how did that happen uh back in the day man we you know we started out in like 2000 uh uh two, 2004 like that. yeah the first record came out in 2004. <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah. got my research though um, but so it was your favorite color is blue ago, it is <laughs> Blue. Uh, what what shade though? You don't know that. A uh, little sky blue. Teal. That's true. No, no, yeah, no. I'll tell, tell you, see, we, we do, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you had fettuccine last night. I did. <laughs> Whoa. 
<laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Captain Hook. Apparently, Captain Hook. I, yeah, Captain Hook. Apparently, uh, I was just good at, at writing the hooks to songs, and mm-hmm. uh, Homeboy gave me that name, Hook. So it kind of stuck. And nice. Um, yeah, that's how it went down. Cool. That's, I mean, that's an excellent nickname. I'm surprised that, like, more that you we don't right. hear that more often. So, <laughs> if, I ever, if I release a solo record ever, I'll go by the name Hook. Nice. Heck yeah. I dig it, man. Sounds sounds hard. Okay. Well, um, you know, people out there watching, if you got anything you want to ask Josh, now is the time. Ask away. While you uh, queue up your questions, I got one more, you know, on the on the subject of reggae because that's what we're really, you know, always Dude. talking about. As, you know, and you while you ask that, can I open up a, a something over here, a beer? Yes, please yeah, do. Thank you. Go please ahead, Kevin. Um, you know, you, you kind of answered this a little bit for me last time, but um, are there any, you know, artists right now, reggae or otherwise, that you're particularly inspired by? There's this band, I don't know if you ever ever heard of them called The Expanders. What? And they're super dope. Ba, 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 ba. Um, my girlfriend's current favorite uh band of all time. And uh maybe my favorite or second favorite. Oh. So no, we got the Expanders who uh I listened to started listening to quite a while ago. And uh Devin, you know all about them. I do. And Devin, you are like literally, you know, top three, my favorite singers and artists. Oh, yeah. Turned a lot of people on, uh, like in my kind of Charleston world over here. Um, a, a homie of mine that I just met recently, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, um, my, my roommate knows you. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, he knows the movement. He's like, and then I, so I went to, um, Where'd he go to? Poor House here, I think, maybe. And he's like, um, yo, I saw this band called The Expanders. And he's like, this fucking band blew my mind. And this guy is like, he doesn't really like music. Like, it has to be real music. You know what I mean? Like, it has to have, like, some kind of real integrity to it. Or else he just won't fucking listen to it or like it or talk about it. But anyway, he was like, I immediately went and bought all of their records all of their CDs and all of their merch that they had at their merch table that, that night. And I was like, two shirts. Damn. yeah, two shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, yeah, dude, I know, I know the expanders really well. He's like, who is it? Uh, Devin and butcher. And, yep. uh, and then he said, uh, Ch- Chickas or chickens mm-hmm. or something the, like that. And I was is, like, this oh, is obviously chickas. a true story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people like you guys, and so do I. But oh, well, also, you. Uh, you know, and I, I think I've told you this last time too, but I mean, I, I haven't really changed since I think last time we talked. I listened to you guys, um, John Brown's Body, and uh, like Chronics is basically like my t- top three bands that I listen to. And, and uh, Sweet. And, you know, it's like, then, uh, like, I have like a '90s alt rock mix that I made on Spotify, where I put it on and listen to like the alternative shit that I listened to when I was like, you know, my early teens and stuff, and it brings back memories. And I have like a hip hop mix of all my thuggish old school <laughs> shit that I, that I yes. listened to back in the day when I was in high school, you know, and uh, drinking yeah. '40s and smoking blunts in the car and cruising down the street and shit. And so I kind of I have like a really uh, you know eclectic. Uh, like a whole conglomerate of music, you know, that, um, 
that I like to listen to. But yeah, I mean, when it comes down to like my favorite bands to listen to right now, it's it's Expanders, JBB, and and uh, Chronics. What do you think about man. about like the, the the new Chronic stuff? I think Chronics has released some some stuff since we last he talked. He just wrote. Uh, he just released one new single, and I listened to it like twice, and it didn't like grab me right away. Um, and I haven't listened to it since. Um, let me see what that is real quick. Do you know what the name of it is? Yes. Um, I say yes, and I, yes I mean and no. no. I've, I've listened to it a bunch. I but. do not. Chronic yeah. seems like he's gotten, I mean, if you, you right, are you a fan of the, you know, the whole Dread and Terrible album, uh, all that stuff back mm-hmm. in the day? You know, it's like the sounds definitely, Chronic is, is consistent in, in, in quality stuff, and, and he's a great songwriter, and, and um, his lyrics are crazy, but it does seem like, you know, he's, he's evolved to, to try out a couple different vibes with the the more modern stuff, even the last album, right? The yeah, you know. chronology. Yeah, De La Move yeah. is this latest. De La Move, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it's yeah. oh heck yeah, there I like it. That. Like a little, it was kind of like a little too slow or something. Maybe. Oh what? Yeah. I want in. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, the more I hear this, but song, anyway. my, my my first reaction was kind of like, like yours, but that that was my first reaction mm-hmm. to to some other chronic stuff that I now love. And the more I listen to that song, me too. Like right now, when you put it on, I was like, "Oh shit, I want to go listen to that." Like uh, it's got this right? cool, like he's not afraid to try stuff, and it's got this kind of like it's not straight up Naya Bingi, but it's like got this kind of like Bingi vibe. And I don't right. know, I, I I'm digging it. It's it's that that song's growing on me for sure. Yeah, there's been a lot of songs where I'm like, oh, I didn't like that right away. Like Out Dead, whatever that song is, you know, right. I was like, I'm not really a fan. And now it's like, Out Dead, Out Dead. Yeah, it'll grow on you for sure. Oh, some chronic yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one. That I love that song. Mm-hmm. I have that. That's one of the few he's got on vinyl. And I have the seven inch. Nice. And yeah, that's one of my, that's one of my go tos. Chronics. Dude, uh, somebody, where is, oh, Whitney O'Neill says, uh, Whitney. Where is she? Oh, I just... Oh, it's because my... But she says she got engaged in one year. Oh, that the February 14th Santa Cruz show. She says, love you, Josh. Got engaged at the 214 Santa Cruz show. Whoa. And she just met that dude that night, too. So that yeah. showed you how dope <laughs> you guys are. That's the power of your lyrics. That's Captain That's Hook, just crazy. Right? Opening band, she met this dude. Mm-mm. Engaged by the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's also Santa Cruz. It's probably the catalyst. Yeah. You know? They, True. Yeah. They met... And then someone did have a question for you, Josh. Um, Oh, Juan Love. What's up, Juan? Juan Love. Um, He wants to know, Josh and Roger, maybe you could throw this up. Josh, what? Oh, Oh, you're throwing it up. I don't need to tell you. Shoot, you you. got that? You got that. Josh, what was your initial reaction to hearing Charlie Tuna's flow on Breaking the Glass? Shit goes hoard. Hoard. First Mm -hmm. of all, what up, Juan? I love you, brother. Um, Juan's a shit. Yep. Juan is the shit. Uh, my initial reaction was, damn. <laughs> I think uh, we all said the same thing. Um, you know, t- just the initial reaction to hearing him say, yeah, I'll do it, was like, what? Right. So, because um, I mean, I mean, it's like, fuck, I don't deserve to have Charlie Tune on my song, but okay, I'll, I'll take that. And uh, for him to do that just shows what, you know, a good a good guy he is um uh to be on our track it's fucking incredible i I still can't get over it but um 
but yeah, our initial reaction was was crazy because you know it wasn't like he sent over a version and was like, here's like the demo. Uh, you know, what do you think? Should I change this or blah blah blah? And um, yeah, I'm just reading uh, Mike's comment there. But yeah. um, uh, yeah, he just sent it over, done, completed, right. and, and badass, and know? murdered it. Right? That's and the kind of guy he is. Yeah, it was just immediately awesome, and and we didn't touch it. You know, so tote man. Just how it was. I, I love how he kind of. <clears throat> has has made an impact on on like the reggae scene you really think about it you know when i first heard of uh, uh charlie tino was through ozo motley and then of course he had you know jurassic five but he's been doing a lot of stuff with reggae artists nowadays you know everything mm-hmm. from slightly stupid to you guys to the list goes on and on so yeah man yeah we met him cheers to a, charlie and stupid tour and and he was just as cool as everybody else really like uh available and open and listening mm-hmm. to everybody's shit and like being that there was tall stage. as fuck too huh What's that? That was tall as fuck too. Like I walked in, I, I walked in uh, yeah, yeah. one time I was like a slightly stupid bus. And I had to look up. I was like, hey, what's up, dude? What you doing? What's cracking? Um, yeah, yo, this a, funny dude out. though. Funny dude too. I want to shout out my man, Mike Powers right there. Dude saved my life. Um, he said he bought three shirts that night, Devin, not two. That was who I was talking about. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, three shirts. Well, three. Yeah, we had there. There might have been some tours. No, I'm kidding. We had we had some merch. Pretty sure we got it yeah. together at one point. Josh, Tim Egan wants to know how do you how do you would you say? I think he means to say how would you say your evolution as a person just since 2013 has influenced your songwriting as a lyricist and musician. Where is this comment? Because it kind of didn't. Um, it came. Uh, it should be on the screen right now. Oh, oh, Josh, how do you would you say? Your evolution as a person has influenced your songwriting. Uh, well, I mean, you know, since 2013, as I said, that's so yeah. Because we were talking about the, yeah, the yeah. how like we did that tour, and you don't remember much of it. Yeah, well, ah. I mean, I think in 2000, uh, 2014, I I got sober. You know what I mean? So I ended up having to just kind of put everything down because I was gonna. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's like I had to like do something because I mean, we were fucking terrible, man. I was, I was, uh, you know, embarrassing myself and my band on stage a lot, and you know, it's just like I wasn't good, you know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't right, you know, I wasn't uh, being true to myself or the band or my or music or true to anything really, and I was going through the motions and, you know, getting sick of touring and sick of music and blah, 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 you know, and, and uh, it, you know, I really just had to do something about it. And um, since then, you know, like I kind of look at all the albums before then, and I think we put out something in 2013, put out side by side or something. And um, all those records to me, man, I'd listen to them back and, uh, you know, to me, it just, uh, you know, I don't want to offend any fans out there that like like those old records. You know, but I I really can't listen to them. And that's um, that's that's okay. That's what everyone every yeah, musician sure, says about exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's for me though too. But it's like it's like uh, for a different reason. Like I might be okay with the music if I was okay with myself during that time. You know what I mean? Like, but I just remember like being all fucked up and just like man, not putting any effort into it or anything. And, right. Um, but so since then, it's like you know. Uh, when we did Golden in uh, in 2016, 
that was like the first record we and the first batch of songs we ever wrote together it's kind of like a, a band that wasn't all all messed up all the time and uh, and it was like a different situation and it, and it influenced a lot of my lyrics just about um you know if you can think clearly your lyrics sometimes sometimes will get better uh, i guess in some cases they might have gotten worse but um you know right did you did you find you you had a lot of like um like the writing just came naturally after that because you had stuff to write about um well i feel like writing has kind of always come naturally you know what i mean but now it's like like in older records like i'd repeat like a verse you know what i mean because i just would be too like whatever to write a whole another verse (laughs) right so i just repeat the first verse who does that uh, copy copy paste uh you know i don't know i mean I feel like, yeah, I had more shit to say for sure. And, right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, my, I feel like my shit got better when, once I stopped drinking. So. I, I'll tell you straight up, dude, that is, that's awesome to hear because you know how many artists, and, and look, all three of us have been on the road and we know it's hard and then you got all that stuff right in front of you, but you know how many artists can't turn that around? You know how many artists just become their own worst enemies and they stay in that funk and or, you know, it just, they stay in this a certain in a certain like tier and then they wonder, well, come on, I'm not, you know, progressing. And it's like, dude, you got this thing on your back, man. You got to like, you know, go find yourself. So yeah, yeah, hats off, hats off to making that transition, man. Bodgy, bro. I think we got, um, I think we got time for definitely one more question. And I'd be interested to hear your answer to this. Chris Robbins uh, wants to know, how did you return trying to dissect the lyrics in that song and had to ask? Uh, yeah, that's a song about, you know, about sobriety in a lot of ways. Um, how did I return? It's like, it's kind of just exactly what I was just talking about. You know, it's the same thing when, uh, you know, looking back, like, I don't know how many times I've tried to get Reed to take some of these videos off YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, can you get that shit off of there, man? It's fucking terrible. And, uh. You know, just because, you know, I'm like fucking 50 pounds overweight and just two beers in each hand and then, you know, playing a guitar and just sweating and singing terribly. and fucking, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, I wish I could, uh, you know, take that, take that away. And, you know, the return is about like it's the last line is like now I've returned. You know, it's like um, it took a long time to, uh, I guess, find out who I was, you know, and. I uh, talk a lot about like in my day, in my normal life, you know, we talk a lot about how we, you know, when you are kind of like an addict and alcoholic, like I was, you know, it's like you, you stay in the same fucking age since you're like 14 years old. You know what I mean? Good call. And here, yeah. And here I am like late thirties, you know, I'm still 14 and it's like, uh, you know, you kind of don't know who you really are. I didn't anyway. So that's, you know, that's my story. I didn't know really who I was. And um, I had become like this weird, like touring, drinking, like robot. You know what I mean? This like playing, touring, drinking, drinking, drinking. And it doesn't become fun anymore. Huh? It's just exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing. And and we weren't doing well. You know what I mean? It's not like we were playing these dope fucking arenas and like having a blast. It's like, you know. 20 people at a show somewhere and you're like, ah, like let's drink this away. You know what I mean? Right. So it sucked. And, and, uh, the return is just, a you know, I can't even think of what the lyrics are right now, but it's, it's, um, uh, yeah, it's about like, 
returning to who you really are, I guess. Yeah. Tyler nice, Tyler says, this hits me hard. I was fucked up at the last show. I saw the movement. Don't remember much of it. it makes me sad. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's like, <laughs> you know, we could do a million. We could do a whole podcast series on, on this. You know, that's just. Right, right. Could. We could. We totally could. Don't, don't beat yourself up, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah. Well, man, like we could do this. I mean, we could, I could talk to you for hours. Um, but, um, you know, thank you so much for coming on, Josh. Like, yeah, like the people who are tuning in are saying, you know, I, I personally, you know, I told you this last time and, you know, I've told you this before, but like, I really, really love your songwriting. Um, I'm super, you know, I feel very, very honored to get to play in a scene that has guys like you in it. And, um, yeah. I'm just stoked. Same it's here. super cool that you were our first guest, you know? Yeah, <laughs> man. Always remember good. this. Thank you guys yeah, so I'm much. Really stoked, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I just I love that you're so honest and transparent on on you know this these questions and, and just letting people into your world. So that's that's the coolest part, man. When I when I see when I see interviews or you know, when I do an interview or whatever the case is, you, you kind of wanna stay away from just the cookie cutter answers and, and questions. And so I'm really, really stoked that, that this segment was just being real, dude. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, where brother. can, um, for people who might be tuning in and like, aren't super familiar with the, with the movement, where can they go check out the movement? And also, you know, in this time where musicians are being hit super hard because we can't play shows, that's how we make money. Like what's the best way for people to, to support the movement right now? Uh, you can go to the movement vibe.com. <clears throat> nice uh, and i think you can get to everything through that website um subscribe to our youtube channel too uh that kind of helps a lot and tell people you know to subscribe to it and totally. um yeah go to the movement vibe i think we'll have some like new merch and stuff coming out pretty soon too uh to kind of like you know sustain uh people's uh need to buy shit I guess. And then, yeah. Uh, and then I think we got a new, um, we'll have a new single coming out pretty soon too. Nice. Maybe a new video. And then, uh, I think Soja, um, you know, has got a tune coming out that, that I'm on as well too. I think cool. That comes out soon. So, um, I'm like super, super proud and excited for that too. And, um, yeah, go to the movement vibe.com and I think that can take you to all the other. Places. Cool. And Jennifer Scott nice, on, on Facebook says, join us fans on movement fan group. So there's obviously a Facebook fan group. That's yeah. It's a uh, M I think it's M V M T yeah. junkies. J U N K I E S. Go join that. Go support the movement. Go support all you know musicians in this time. We wish we were playing. Um, we'll be out there soon. Josh will be out there soon. Roger will be out there soon. I'm gonna stay in, dog. <laughs> well, okay, me I'll Josh. be out there. I'll support. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I kind of like, kind of like this quarantine. That's <laughs> yeah, not bad. Right? Cool. Yeah. Right. Oh, thank you, Josh. Appreciate thank you so it, much, right. Josh. Man, we appreciate <laughs> it, brother. <laughs> and we right, are stoked to have Mr. Josh on yes. here with us. Man, wow. Um. That was cool, man. Yeah, Josh is a cool dude. Great. I really dig it. Uh, I'm going to have to make this flow better next time, but check it out. No, we're and learning. And boom. Yeah. So it's we want to, <laughs> man. So big wow. thanks to our guest, Josh. Um, yes. You know, we, uh, what, that was great talking to him. Wish we could talk longer and we're, you know, we're going to figure out how to make this flow, but. Um, right. 
So we got a couple of things we want to tell you guys about. First of all, thank you everyone for tuning into this show. Cheers, share everyone. It with your friends, you know, share it. Tell your friends about it. We're going to be doing this every single Saturday, every Saturday, for the foreseeable future. Um, years. Uh, yeah, we're going to make this last way past quarantine. Yeah. Um, every Saturday at six PM Pacific time, and um, next week. So every week we're going to have a really special guest. We're going to alternate between. You know, new new artists. Uh, when I say new, I mean Cali, you know, uh, American reggae artists and old school Jamaican artists. Next week, we're super stoked to announce that we have Clinton Farron of yeah. originally of the Gladiators. OG and Boogie Brown Band. Been doing his own solo stuff for years. He lives in Seattle, but he's, an, he's a Jamaican OG, recorded at Studio One, one with the Gladiators. One of my favorite songwriters. He's super active right now doing live streams all the time. He's got a live stream going on tomorrow. Um, so go check out Clinton Farron, but he's going to be on live with us next Saturday. I can't wait yeah. for that. Um, so be sure to tune in each and every Saturday. Before we jump, we want to tell you guys about uh, some stuff we got coming up. First of all, Roger and I have both been playing in Long Beach Dub All-Stars for a couple years. What? And Long Beach Dub All-Stars have a brand new album coming out Rest May 29th. Gold. Um, Roger is on all of the songs. I play on five of the songs. Um, I had the opportunity to write one of the songs and co-write some of the others. Roger wrote a bunch of the rhythms and co-wrote some stuff. We're really, really stoked on this record. So look out for that. Um, we're probably going to have the Long Beach Dub All-Stars guys on before the album comes out to talk about Huge. that. But make sure you go pre-order the new Long Beach Dub All-Stars album. Uh, for myself, I am doing uh, every Tuesday, starting this coming Tuesday, April 28th, at 5 p.m., I'm going to be doing, we're calling it Songbook Sessions. You can find it at rootfire.net slash TV. And I've been doing a few of them. So if you've seen them, you know you know what it is. But I just come on, play guitar, sing some stuff I've been writing, some old Jamaican stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to be doing that every Tuesday for a while. And what do you got coming up, Roger? I got nothing. All right, guys. Later. To later. Devin's so right about that Long Beach dub album, though. Don't sleep on that. That's going to be huge because, I mean, dude, they haven't released something in a while. And me and Devin are fortunate to be in the crew. And it's just it, the, the whole studio writing process was was just very special. I mean, I've been in many uh, new album writing processes. And so is Devin. And this one is just so unique because it's such a melting pot. And some original guys that are just, they keep in the flag burning Keeping the flag burning, keeping the flag going. I don't know what they burn some flags in the studio. However, the case is, is they have such a unique story, right? With the whole sublime thing. And I think that's what all these Kelly bands are. Um, that's those are the godfathers, the creators of this kind of thing. So it's a very special album. Go mark your calendars, May 29th. I can't talk enough about it myself. Um, I just I was fortunate enough to be working with Mr. Jason Mraz. He had uh, recorded a whole reggae album and I was fortunate to play keys on it. And he just released his new single, Look for the Good. So you can go on Spotify, check that out. You can find the official video on YouTube. Um, he's doing some live streams himself and he's a very, very funny dude. Very, very chill dude and very talented. I mean, I didn't know much about Jason. I knew a couple of the songs that, you know, the radio hits, but being able to to really spend time with them and seeing his his writing process and you know how he approaches reggae music he's a true lover of reggae music and so this is genuine this is a genuine album so please go check that out uh our instagrams reggae underscore raj and devin's has no underscore no underscore man like devin man you like know, go devin. go go follow please we're doing all kinds of stuff all the time but we really want to appreciate um devin's youtube channel someone asked well you know youtube is a thing that like because I am, yeah, I'm not the most technologically savvy 
I'm just kind of like realizing the importance of like doing doing the YouTube thing. Um, so I've started a YouTube channel. It's probably got zero subscribers. There's nothing on it yet, but that's going to change in the coming weeks. Um, I've got a whole acoustic album that I'm working on with Roger that's coming out pretty soon. It's almost done, and all this is going to be uploaded to that. As the kids would say it's fire. Fire it's, emoji, uh, fire emoji, fire we'll emoji. See, we'll see how it goes, but it's been fun. But we'll talk about that some other time. But, yeah. you know, go follow Roger. Go follow me. And please come back every Saturday to watch this at Root Fire TV. Big up Root Fire. And big up everyone for tuning in. We're really, really uh, stoked on this. Please, you know, send us an email. Um, if you got any ideas, if yes. you got any questions, uh, hit us up at the Reggae Pod Clash at gmail.com. Yes. You know, let us know if you got some ideas, if you got some questions for Clinton Fair on next week that you want to make sure we don't miss in the in the comment stream. Um, and just hit us up if you tell us, you know, tell us you like the show, tell us you hated the show, whatever. Um, yeah, we need to know what's up, man, so we can yeah. make changes or not make any changes. So right. Yeah. So thank you everyone so much, man. Thank you, Roger. This was like thank so you, fun. I'm, I'm fun and you know, I'm not finding it. Yes, people. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye bye.